With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You have just tuned in to the Midweek Pick Me Up Energy Show. Featuring professional officiant, tuning fork facilitator, and author, Marcy Ann Cheek. In 1988, Marcy Ann discovered the quantum fields of energy and vibration, and since then her life has been a day-to-day experiment in knowing how to live in light energy for happiness, health, and wealth. She shares the principles and laws of light energy as they operate in everyday life. And now, here is Marcy Ann. Hello, everyone. The title of my show today is Go Local or Go Loco. (laughs) Uh, This is my first show in my new schedule because I've been doing three shows a week and now I'm just going to do one show a month. How's that for a great big change? And in an archive show uh, I have that's called How to Start Over When You've Been Through a Bad Time, I discuss what happened to me emotionally when Joan Rivers died and President Obama started the airstrikes against ISIS uh, back uh, around the 1st of September. Both of these events were just too sudden for me and seemed so totally unnecessary. And they just (laughs) hit me with a double whammy that shut me down. And except for my shows about finding Mr. Ride, I've hardly been able to speak a word. Because when I go down deep inside of my heart, my heart still feels broken. And you know what? When you're in an emotional turmoil, for whatever reason caused it, then everything in your life just is emotional. (laughs) So I want to tell you two stories today. Um, that sort of, I think, uh, give us some light on how things are going today and uh, perhaps some uh, new ways to handle things. Okay, the first is a bride called me about a beach wedding. I had married one of her friends, and uh, now she's getting married again. She had been married before, and she she has four children, and the groom has also been married before, and he has two children. Uh, so I was discussing with the bride whether she wanted to have her ceremony actually, you know, down on the sand at the edge of the ocean, or did she want to be up on the cliff with the ocean in the background? And here's what she said. Well, I've always wanted to be on the sand at the edge of the ocean. Even the first time I got married, I wanted to be on the sand. But And I just barged right in there and I said, stop, 
no buts. Okay, you said, I've always wanted to be married on the sand at the edge of the ocean. Even the first time I got married, I wanted to be married on the sand. Okay, is that what you really, 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 really want? And then I launched into almost a tirade with her. Don't you know we women always put ourselves last? We take care of everyone and everything else. And then we might think about what we want. Now, this could possibly be more true of older people, but older women. But, I mean, we're reaching a place in our country now where uh, almost 50% of the people are are 50 years older, older. And this this woman was in her late 40s, <clears throat> and it was going to be her second marriage. And so she said, well, what I really, really, really want is just to have my fiancé and the children be there and go down on the sand barefoot and do the ceremony. But he wants to invite his sisters and his mother And I said again, what do you, bold letters underscored, you, what do you really, 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 really want? And she said, well, I want it to just be me and my fiancé and our children, and I want it to be on the sand at the edge of the ocean. So, I gave her an assignment. (laughs) I don't know if she's going to do it or not, but this is what I told her. What I suggest to you is that you and your fiancé go to the beach. They live out in the valley, out by the mountains, in Rancho Cucamonga, California, it's about an hour trip to the ocean from that for them from where they live. I said you need to go to the beach. So I gave her the address where I do the weddings on the sand in Laguna Beach. <clears throat> and you need to be completely honest and upfront with him. Honey, I want to be married on the sand and I I want it to only be you and me and the kids. You know, this is going to take courage on the part of this woman and a confidence in in whether she knows, whether she truly believes down in her heart that this man loves her or not. I mean, most men just want their woman to be happy, and they will do most anything to see that smile on the face of the one they love. <clears throat> and she can suggest to him that they maybe have an open house later on and invite all the fa- uh, the family and their friends to stop by and they'll share their news or depending on their finances she could set up a luncheon or a dinner <clears throat> for everyone at a nice restaurant after the private ceremony. Well, and you know what? The Bible says that a man leaves his mother and his family and he cleaves only on to his wife. And there's a really good reason for this. Now, 
I, I acknowledge that this man has probably really been close to his sisters and his mother while he's been single <clears throat> and raising his kids. But his mother and his sisters now need to take a step back and give this position and respect to the new wife because the new wife is going to be in charge now. And he needs to put his wife first, and he can do it by allowing her to have this deep, deep, deep desire she has to be married on the sand at the edge of the ocean. And, sorry, I've got a frog in my throat this morning. If she continues to compromise what she really, 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 really wants, this could set up some conditions that maybe were part of the reasons why her first marriage didn't work either. Because all of us now, all of us in this whirly gig time are now being given a chance to look at what we really, really, really want now. No more compromises. Start being true to ourselves. And this is what I told this bride. You know, I could feel her fear. What would happen if I really pushed for what I really, really want? Would I lose him? She would have to really believe that he really, really, really loves her, and he loves her more than he loves his sisters and his mother. And you know what? This moment of clarification is kind of needed in this situation. Well, I could have just given her basic beach information, gone over all of her options. She could do it in the gazebo and be surrounded uh, by the ocean on the cliff or be on the grass looking out to the ocean as well as the location for the ceremony on the sand. And probably, you know, when I first started my business 20 years ago and I needed money so desperately, I would have probably done just that. Do whatever it takes to get the booking and get that deposit. But today, I have to be true to myself first. And I felt like I had to call this bride onto the red carpet and encourage her to be the star of her show and be able to walk down that aisle on the sand at the edge of the ocean and be married to be married this time. So perhaps she will be true to herself. She will present her deeply felt heart desires to her uh, fiancé and he will love her enough to want to make her happy and She'll call me back and give me a deposit for that on the sand at the edge of the ocean beach wedding next May. Well, guess who got called upon the red carpet next? Yep, that's right, me. (laughs) Now, I'm a member of the U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary, and we are the civilian complement of the Coast Guard. We support the Coast Guard by providing boating safety 
education and boating safety certification courses for new boat owners and vessel safety checks, patrols, and I am a certified watch standard at radio station Gracie in Oceanside, California. And on the weekends, uh, we monitor Channel 16, which is the official May Day channel for the Coast Guard, as well as the Harbor Police, Channel 12, and the public channels. Uh, and we monitor 9 and 22 Alpha. Station Gracie monitors an area that's between Sector San Diego and Sector Long Beach, Los Angeles. And actually, just two year, two weeks ago, uh, I was on uh, I was on duty uh, on a Sunday when the Coast Guard rescued three people by helicopter. Uh, from their sailboat that was sinking off the shores of San Clemente Island. And just as an aside, uh, the name of that sailboat was Old Betsy. (laughs) So now Old Betsy has taken her rest in Davy Jones' locker. (laughs) And those three people were rescued uh, by the Coast Guard and brought back to shore. Now, I also am a flotilla staff officer in charge of publications for my flotilla, and I publish the monthly newsletter. And I follow a chain of command by submitting the newsletter to the division publications officer as well as my vice commander for content accuracy and formatting. Well, I sent the month, this month's newsletter to uh, the vice commander, and uh, he his estimation of the newsletter this month was total fail- failure. He just tore it apart to the point where he said, I just should not even publish anything anymore if I couldn't do any better than that. <laughs> now, this newsletter is Volume 2, Issue 8 for me this year. So I did a whole year last year of Volume 1, 12 full issues, and now this newsletter is Issue 8 this year. Well, I was insulted. I felt abused. I was angry. And because of this delicate emotional phase I seem to be in right now, I just sent him an email right back and I said, I quit. And then I went into a tirade about how the auxiliary is a volunteer organization and we're not in the military and you're not my boss. But the truth is we do follow military protocol. We wear the same uniform as the active duty U.S. Coast Guardsmen. And in our official capacities within the flotilla, we are required to meet all U.S. Coast Guard rules and regulations, specifications, detail to the letter. I mean dot those I's, cross those T's, no excuses, no exceptions, no allowances, no mistakes, zero point tolerance. And 
within that chain of command. He did have the authority to rate my newsletter as unacceptable. So the next day I was sitting here in my office, and all of a sudden there just seemed to be a big group of beings in my office. I was being paid a call by a council of ascended masters, apparently. I felt their spiritual presence all around me. And you talk about being called upon the carpet. Woo! And here is what they said. What do you think you are doing here? You quit? You are a son of God in training to be one of us. And you want to quit over an evaluation of your work as being unacceptable, not up to the standards of the Coast Guard, and not even up to your own standards of performance? A son of God never quits, especially a Coast Guardsman son of God. So we are here to get you back on track and to let you know that you can't quit. And we suggest that you go back and listen to all of your radio shows in the archives where you preach about what a son of God is and what a son of God does. Because if you're going to preach and teach others, you have to walk the talk You have to live the life you are preaching and teaching others about. Your life is a book read of men, and your words are chronicled eternally in the Akashic Records. Your life is a testimony to the trials and tribulations and triumphs of a son of God. Do you want the last chapter to say, I quit? I just sat there. But I could feel their concern. I could feel their love. And I could feel their desire to lift me up. And reignite that fearless spirit of childlike enthusiasm that's propelled me along this path to becoming the fullness of the Godhead bodily and in preparation of becoming that eternal member of the Ascended Master Councils to lead and direct the future of the human race and the Earth and our solar system and our galaxy and our universe which has been my goal and the entire purpose of this life and all of my lives. Talk about getting a bigger picture. Talk about seeing a perspective that's guaranteed to take you to the heights of glory. And that's the word, the glory of God. We are the glory of God. You are the glory of God. I am the glory of God. When people look at us, they are to see God. 
and the glory of God never quits. <laughs> a son of God never quits. A Coast Guardsman doesn't quit. I decided I was not going to have the last chapter of my book say that I quit. So the first step I had to take was to contact the vice commander who gave me this scathing judgment about the newsletter. And he had made some suggestions as to what I could have written about, like things at the division and district level that he knew about as vice commander because he goes to those meetings. And it was information that would be interesting to the local members of our flotilla. So I rewrote the newsletter and I sent it to him in humility and appreciation for his suggestions and that I would like to have him reconsider his evaluation and give me a go-ahead to publish. And he came right back and was surprisingly generous in his reevaluation, and he very sweetly said, Publish. So I sent out the newsletter, and then this past Monday, we had our monthly flotilla meeting. And as I was driving up to park, guess who pulls in right beside me? Yep, the vice commander. So now we're going to have our face-to-face moment. And I knew this was going to happen, and so I anticipated it, and I was prepared for it. So as he got out of his car... I went up to him, and I said, Vice Commander, I bow to you. The bow says, I honor and respect the God in you. And then I said, and I want to thank you for that kick in the butt you gave me about the newsletter. And he laughed, and then trying to make a joke, he said, please rephrase that. I don't want to get accused of sexual harassment. (laughs) And then, because the emails had been flying back and forth among the members of the flotilla about what had happened, and pretty much everybody got in on it and had their say. So the vice commander gave a speech, and he said, to start, he said, I'm going to make a speech tonight. And to emphasize the importance of what I'm going to say, I'm going to go to the podium to make this speech. And then he gave us a history of our flotilla, a look at all of our past accomplishments. And then he challenged us to look forward to the future and to keep our standards high, always trying to do our best and to remember always that first and foremost, we are Coast Guard men and women, and we are loyal to one another, and we support and encourage one another, and we stand together in unity to one another and to the Coast Guard and to the United States of America. And we will strive to perform our duties and be true to our mission with all of our talents and gifts, gaining new strengths and registering new successes. At the end of the speech, we all stood up and clapped. 
We all felt reunified in our collective goal, and we received clarity about what each one of us was supposed to do to fulfill our part. Realizing the overall ability of the flotilla to function and be a force within our local area was dependent upon each one of us doing our part, and that each person's part was important. And then, at the end of the meeting, it was announced that I had been selected to receive the commander's award at the division change of watch at the first of the new year as the most outstanding member of our flotilla for 2014. Once again, I just couldn't speak. (laughs) I was just astounded. All along, apparently, this had been in the works. It had already been been decided. And then, what was the vice commander to do with my email that said that I quit? To think that I actually was considering quitting right before I was to receive this prestigious award. I would have missed the whole thing. I would have been I would have quit and been sitting home in my office feeling sorry for myself and wallowing in the mud of insult and abuse, anger and depression. And instead, I'm going to be going up on the stage to receive the highest award the commander of a flotilla can bestow on a flotilla member in front of the entire division which could be as many as 300 of my peers who will attend the dinner. I won't be the only one receiving a commander's award because each commander can choose or not choose to honor a flotilla member in this manner, but I will be the member in my flotilla whom the commander feels has contributed the most this year to keeping our flotilla on top. Wow. So I called this show today Going Local or Going Loco. <laughs> because in this whirligig time, while everything seems to be going loco, and it's hard to keep your focus, keep on keeping on, keep doing your best, does it matter? to deal with the chaos, not being able to depend upon things staying the same or being able to depend on people we used to depend on, to try to be able to roll with the punches, I'm suggesting to go local. And by this, I mean just focus in on the moment where you are locally and do whatever is necessary to fulfill that moment with your individual talent, your own personal truth, being true to yourself totally, no compromising. Just tell it like it is. Just do what you know you are supposed to do, because down deep inside of you, you do know what you're supposed to do. 
and who you are. And then just go to the next moment. Just stay local. Stay in the moment. Just take one moment at a time. Deal with what is right in front of you right now. Don't try to figure out the whole mess. Just do what is right smack dab in front of you right this minute. Deal with that. Honestly, from the depths of your own personal wisdom, your heart wisdom, not your brain wisdom, and be true to you. Do what is best for you. What you've always wanted to do. Don't worry about what's going to be what what you do is going to do to someone else. That's not your concern. Do what is best for you right here, right now. Do what you really 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 want and be who you really, really, really are. And don't be afraid. Because there's a commander's award waiting for you, too. The chief commander is God. <laughs> and the awards are peace of mind, happiness, health, prosperity, and personal fulfillment beyond anything that you can think or ask for. My next show will be December 3rd, 2014. That's our show for today. You can contact Marcy Ann on her website, www.marcyann.com. Up at the top of the main page, there is a link. Click here for Marcy Ann's radio show. And thank you for tuning in today to Marcy Ann's Middle of the Week Pick Me Up Energy Show, which broadcasts every Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time from her studio in Southern California. You can also listen on Sundays at... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.